You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode number 73. Reviewing your goals for your blog is so important to making sure that the hard work you are putting into your blog is actually working. Setting aside some time to do this every quarter is a great way to make sure you're routinely auditing your efforts. In this episode, I'll share what you should be reviewing on a quarterly basis to make sure your blog is staying on track. Hey friend, I'm Madison Weatherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine Podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Honestly, it just feels like it has been so long since I have sat down and recorded a batch of podcast episodes, and so I'm really excited to be diving into not only another podcast episode, but this topic specifically. Now, you may have noticed that last week I republished one of my most popular podcast episodes all about what should be on the homepage of your blog. Now, if you didn't notice, then Maybe that is a good sign to you that your audience probably won't notice if you republish old content either. But really the reason that I chose to republish an old episode is because this past few weeks, past month has just been really, really busy with client launches and launching my Simplify with Gutenberg course. And I just decided that it was better for me to republish an episode that I knew was one of the favorites and one that a lot of you may not have heard rather than me trying to scrap together an episode that I wouldn't have been as proud about. So I decided to do that and I hope that you re-listened to it and took some new things away from it. Now, if you are brand new to the podcast and maybe this is your very first episode, I would love to just welcome you to the podcast. I'm so glad that you are tuning in and have found it maybe through another blog friend or maybe on Instagram. It just always warms my heart to hear new people finding the podcast and sharing it, especially on Instagram, so that I know that you guys are enjoying these episodes. My name is Madison Weatherill and I am a web designer for food bloggers. I am obviously the host of this podcast and I also have a brand new course that just opened on March 1st, which is called Simplify with Gutenberg. This course is really designed to help you master the Gutenberg editor of WordPress and with that skill be able to streamline your blog post process and really save you hours of time in writing your content so that you can either write more content if you want to or that you can have just the time freedom to be able to do whatever it is that you want to do with that extra time. So if you are ever interested in learning about how we work with clients through our web design branding or designer for a day packages, you can head over to graceandvinestudios.com. Click on the services tab to learn more. And if you're interested in the Simplify with Gutenberg course, you can head over to graceandvinestudios.com slash simplify, or just head over to the website and there is a banner at the top where you can learn more and sign up. So I am really excited to dive into this topic of goal setting and As we near the end of the first quarter of 2021, I thought it was a great time to just share some thoughts on quarterly reviews and 
why and how you should do them. And really this can be done and really should be done at any point during the year when you are coming up on a new quarter. So if you're not listening to this in real time, that is totally fine. This is something that is applicable year round and year after year. Goal setting is something that I just recently started doing over the past year, and it has honestly made a huge impact in actually reaching my goals and really feeling like I'm getting things done in my business. It is so easy for me to spend the majority of my time working in my business, doing client work, producing this podcast, and really just being kind of in the weeds of the work I have to get done rather than really spending time working on my business. And so goal setting is one of the best ways that you can make sure that you're really always having that forward momentum and you're not getting stuck in the day-to-day work of running your food blog. So I really liked the concept of quarterly reviews because it really helps you to make sure that you don't go an entire year feeling like you haven't really achieved any of your goals. I have been there many years and I've just found that it's so easy to set goals at the beginning of the year, but not follow through with them throughout the year and not reset them if they're not working for you. So quarterly reviews allow you to adjust your goals, maybe make some new ones and really decide on new projects for every month that is coming up. So the very first step in doing this quarterly review is that you want to prioritize reviewing your analytics and your finances monthly. I have found that it is really helpful to look at your metrics, like your analytics and your finances on a monthly basis so that your quarterly review can really focus on reflecting and analyzing the last quarter. It takes a good amount of time and energy to review your finances and your analytics on a monthly basis. So trying to do it for an entire quarter can be really draining and not leave you with enough energy left to really plan for the next quarter ahead. If you haven't been keeping up with your analytics and your finances on a monthly basis, that's totally okay. You can take this quarterly review as a way to catch up, especially at this point in the year, most people have done their taxes for last year. So there's really only the first quarter to catch up on. And then after that, try to make it a habit every month to review those finances. This is one of the best ways that you can spend your CEO time every week. And I talked about this concept of CEO time back in episode 59 in just talking about why you really need to be prioritizing spending CEO time on your business and even dedicating a day or a half day to this. So make sure you tune back into episode 59 if you haven't listened to that one all about that topic. So a few things that you want to have on hand and some numbers that you want to have ready to review before you come to this quarterly review meeting with yourself are you want to look at your top 10 blog posts for the quarter and potentially be comparing those to the last year. So I always find it so interesting to look at what was popular last year during this quarter and what was popular this year during quarter one and just see what kind of discrepancies there might be or if there are new blog posts that you published maybe last year in 2020 that are now picking up speed, it can give you just some data to reflect upon and make a game plan moving forward. You also want to have that financial review ready. So that's going to be your income, your expenses, and what you have paid yourself. And I'm actually going to be doing a whole episode on that topic of paying yourself in next week's episode. So be sure to tune back in next week for that. But I think in general, it's just really helpful to have those different pockets of information, knowing how much you made for the quarter or each month, what your expenses were, and how much of that income you were using towards your expenses. And then again, what you have paid yourself. And the last thing I think is really helpful to have in terms of numbers is a breakdown of your income streams. So for example, if you made 
$10,000 in a month, you want to know what percentage of each of those income streams made up that total percentage of the money that you brought in. So it could be things like your advertising, your sponsored content, affiliate marketing, any products that you have, things like that. And that will help you to just make better and more strategic decisions about what you want to focus on in the next quarter when you know how those income streams are performing for you. So once you have those numbers in front of you, I want you to just really reflect on how you feel about those numbers. Are they where you thought that they would be? Maybe you thought you were going to make less or more in the past quarter. And once you've reflected upon how much you actually made, you can just analyze how you're feeling about it. And then I would love for you to spend some time thinking about what you would like to see changed in the next quarter. So maybe you are wanting to see your income increase. Maybe you're wanting to see a certain income stream increase and take over a higher percentage. It is just really good to spend some time reflecting over these numbers. And I know for me personally, I have spent many years just knowing my numbers, but not really ever spending time thinking about how I felt about them. If I was happy with them and I felt proud of them, or if I was really hoping that they were better numbers than what I was actually seeing. And so just spending a few moments to just reflect on how you feel about them can really make an impact in when you are starting to set goals for the next quarter. The second part of your quarterly review is going to be to review any goals or projects that you might have set for the past quarter. So especially now, we're only one quarter into this year, and so there may be things that you said you wanted to do during quarter one that maybe you didn't get to or just changed for whatever reason, and so it's really helpful to just pull out that list of goals that you might have set either for the year or the quarter and just see how you're doing on them. There is absolutely no shame in what did or didn't get accomplished in the first quarter of the year. The point of reviewing this is not to make you feel bad or make you feel like you didn't get enough done. It's simply to have knowledge of what did or didn't happen so that you can make a plan moving forward. You can see what goals need to carry over into quarter two, or maybe there's some goals that you set that you have decided are not a good fit. You can bless and release those and just move on to new goals that are going to actually serve you where you're at right now. So now that you have some data in front of you, you've got your numbers, you have some goals and projects that might have happened or maybe didn't happen, you can start reflecting on the past quarter. Now, as somebody who is a wing three on the Enneagram, I'm a type two wing three, and so I that is known as the achiever, if you're not familiar with the Enneagram, I know that some of you are probably rolling your eyes at me, hearing me say that you need to sit and reflect, because that honestly does not feel like doing anything productive, and So you may be feeling that way, but I want to encourage you that so often we feel like we don't like the direction that our business is heading, but we don't stop to sit and think long enough about where we do want it to go or really recognize what we're feeling so that we can make changes based on that. If you are an achiever like me, you are often just head down, doing the tasks, and not spending a lot of time thinking about the future. And so this is really important to prioritize this reflection during this CEO review of the quarter. So I want you to sit and think about these questions that I'm going to ask you. And I would really encourage you to either come back to this episode when you can pause and actually write down some thoughts in a journal or maybe just like think of them in your head. Or you can also always check out the show notes of this episode. So you can go over to the blog on the Grace and Vine Studios website and you will see these questions actually written out so that you can refer to them later. 
But I just want you to think through these questions and have them be a guide for you to just really process what this last quarter has been. Good, bad, or indifferent, there are things that you need to process through so that you can make a better plan for the next quarter. Even if quarter one was amazing for you, maybe you're in the health food blog space and you had your highest traffic ever. Those are things that you still need to process through so that you can use it as data for moving forward. So I want you to sit and ask yourself these questions and reflect over them. What are you most proud of from this last quarter? What is working well in your business? What areas of your business need some improvements? Are there any services that you're offering that are working really well? Are there any services that you're offering that aren't working well? What does your current team look like and where could you use more support? Really spend some time thinking over each of these questions and just let yourself Just write down whatever comes to your mind. Maybe you take one of these questions every day for the next week and just think about them, meditate over them, write down whatever you need to get out of your head. Once you have reflected on the past quarter, and I really want to encourage you, just I'm gonna keep saying it, really do this work. Do the work of reflecting. Once you have done that, then you can set intentions for the next quarter. You've looked backwards and you've reflected, and now you can start making a plan for the next quarter ahead. And I want you to think about the results that you want to achieve in the next quarter. Now, when I say results, these really should be things that are within your control. So instead of saying that you want your page views to increase by 10%, you want to work backwards to map out the steps that are needed to make that happen. You can't just will it into existence that your traffic is going to increase. You have to put in the work to make that happen. So what is the work that needs to happen to get that result? The result may be that you want to increase your traffic, but the actual goal or the task is that you're going to hire a Pinterest manager, or you're going to revise 10 blog posts every month, or you're going to increase how often you're publishing new content. Those are the things that are going to get you to that result, and they are measurable and something that you can check off of a list. Wanting to increase your page views by 10% is a great goal to have, but you have to put something in place that is actually measurable that you can control, and that's the thing that you want to set in stone as goal because you can control how much content you publish, who you hire to help you with it, but you can't necessarily control how much your traffic increases. So you want to write out three to four results that you want to see happen during the next quarter. Maybe you want to hire a new team member, you want to launch a new freebie, or even a digital course that you're working on. You can write more than those three to four results, but I want you to be realistic about what's possible within a quarter. And then every month I will go and choose one of these results or projects to focus on. Even though I almost always feel like I could do all of them in one month, it's not realistic. And when I try to do that, I usually can't get them all done and then I get discouraged at the end. So I would highly recommend sticking with your three to four most important results you want to achieve within the next quarter. And then you can take one or two of them for each month. You can always add more of these that you want to achieve if you finish them all, but you would be better off to stick with a lower number to get yourself in the habit of crossing these off your list as you're getting started with this process. So once you have your specific results written out that you want to achieve, you need to figure out what specific tasks you need to do to make those things happen. And you can look at what things need to be done within the next week to make this project get started or 
to just have something on your schedule to get you going. You can set some time to reflect on it. Maybe you set the tasks in your project management system. If you have people on your team that you need to collaborate with for this specific project, then maybe you reach out to them and that's what you're going to do within the next seven days. This is really important just to get the momentum going with whatever that first project is going to be. And then you want to figure out what the next steps are going to be for what is going to take place further out than the next week. So all the way from seven days to that 120 day mark. And I have just found that when I spend time really outlining every single step that has to take place for a project or a result that I'm trying to get, I really can see what all it's going to take to achieve that result, which usually is going to make me realize I can't do as much at a time as I think I can. And it's also going to show me where I need support. So again, maybe I need to hire somebody to help me with something specific. Maybe I need to bring a team member into something if I already have that team member on board. Maybe I need to do some research before I can really set a project into motion. Whatever it is that I need to do, it's really just great to not just have ideas of what you think you want to do, but really outline them as detailed as you can at the time so that once it's time to get working on it, you are ready to get going with the first couple of tasks that are going to just get that project started. So just to recap this kind of detailed episode, when you are thinking about doing a quarterly review, you first want to make sure you have your analytics and finance numbers in front of you. So that's going to mean that you're going to start prioritizing working on those during your CEO time or working on those numbers monthly so that when it comes to the quarterly review, you are ready to get started. Next, you're going to spend some time reflecting on the past quarter. You're going to go through those questions and just let your brain just process what has happened or hasn't happened in the last quarter. Then you're going to set your intentions for the quarter ahead. So you're going to look at what results you want to achieve in the next quarter and what do those projects look like in order to help you achieve those results. You can map out the tasks that you're going to need to do for each of those projects or just at least have them set in stone and put them on your calendar, put them in your planner, put them in your task management system, whatever you're using. I would really love to hear if this episode was helpful for you and just gives you a starting place for what you can do to be reviewing the progress that your blog is making on a quarterly basis. If you follow these steps and maybe you have a couple of results that you would love to share with me or just the one result you're going to work on next, I would love to hear what you're going to be working on and hoping to achieve in the next quarter. Going through this process has been a huge game changer for me and it's really just helped me to see the momentum and the forward progress within my business and I truly hope that it helps you too. So if it has impacted you, if you are ready to just go full force with this quarterly plan. I would love for you to share it with me over on Instagram at Grace and Vine. You can either share this episode and tag your friends or just share the episode and tag me. You can also just send me a direct message over at Grace and Vine and just share your biggest takeaway from this episode. I really love doing episodes like this that are sort of my process for running my business, but that are really applicable to you guys who are running food blogs as well. But it's always super helpful for me to know that you guys did like them as well. So Definitely go back and listen to that episode about why prioritizing CEO time is so important. Again, that was episode 59. And I am just so excited to see what you guys take away from this episode and how you're going to implement this plan for a quarterly review. Until next time, friends, talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to the vinepodcast.com. Talk soon.